Good morning and welcome to your Wednesday edition of the Holy Commutes podcast. I'm Tom Gannon and I'll be taking over for the rest of the week yet again to preview the NWA tournament. On our fourth episode of 12 to 6, we have a pair of guests from Mid-Atlantic Wiffle and one guest, unfortunately, we had the other guy cancel from Yish. So from the Maw Scum Lords, we've got Connor Young and Chris Red Sarnowski. How are you guys doing? We're doing fantastic, Tom. Thanks for having us. I'm good, Tom. Thanks for having us. You guys sound great. And <laughs> from Yish, we've got Dustin Logel. Is that, is that the right pronunciation? Oh, that's pretty. That's what how 90% of the people say it who's never heard it before. So it's, it's wrong. Pronounced. It is wrong. It's pronounced Logel. Like the game Boggle, kind of. Yes, Boggle, Loggle. There you go. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so first, let's talk about your teams. We'll start with Mid Atlantic Wiffle. Just go through your roster and without giving too much away, tell me people's role on the team, if they're a pitcher, if they might be a fueling specialist, what have you. Take it away, Connor. Well, obviously, it's Red, um, who's obviously going to hit and pitch. Um, myself, who's going to hit and pitch, I'm sure. Um, and then the McElrath twins, who are both elite two-way players in this style. I'm sure Ryan will be our – he's our bona fide ace, obviously, so I'm sure he's going to be a big guy for us Sunday. Um, Tim will probably eat some innings, too. Uh, Tim's probably, if not the best hitter, one of the best hitters in this style, so he's going to be a big part of our – He's going to rob 100 home runs, too. Probably rob some bombs, too. Um, we got Prentice also is going to be a big pitcher for us, probably uh, throw a lot Saturday. Um, and then Adam Milstead's on the team. Uh, he's probably going to mainly be in the role of like a fielding specialist, probably get some at-bats too. Um, Ben Stantz also on the team. Uh, he'll be managing with me and, uh, he'll also be a hitter. And also, uh, last but not least, Nick Lee just was added, uh, just a couple weeks ago. He's going to be, uh, potentially an inning year for us. So he'll be throwing a lot. Um, so we're excited to have him too. That's eight, right? All right, so our team's uh, starting off with the big three here, as we call it. Uh, Braden Scott, PP, you probably saw him last year diving all over the place uh, like an idiot, breaking his ribs and whatnot. He's a great pitcher, <clears throat> good hitter. He's got the most violent swing you've ever seen. Uh, he would be what I'd call our co-ace. Uh, following that up is Justin Swingler. Uh, swing, we call him. Awesome pitcher, solid hitter. He would be the other co-ace. So them two, those are our big guys as we throw out there uh myself i kind of bring up the rear of the big three i'm a good hitter a solid pitcher i had an injury that kind of hampered me but i'm getting the i'm getting the swing of things back so i'm the captain i guess probably not a very good one but uh you know they seem to like me for some reason we've also got pete wilson he was in the home run derby last year he's pete is a fantastic fielder uh has a great bat uh potential to eat some of the innings for us uh maybe in pool play if he needs to andrew spencer another quick fantastic field specialist uh good hands he's made some incredible plays in league this year and a uh, decent at the plate as well uh zach finn we call him busawi don't ask why uh zach when he's on is an ace uh quick hands at the plate Hopefully he can log some quality innings for us, but there is a little bit of unknown there because he's not quite been in practice uh, this year as much as in years past. So we'll see what we get with him. And then uh, my brother is kind of the statistician, the coach. He runs Game Changer, kind of looks at the money ball side of stuff, I guess. And uh, 
in an emergency, if we ever needed him at the plate, he's always going to give us a good at bat, we know. And then last but not least, the creator of the gifts, the reason why we're all here, Darren Sappenfield, he'll be there. Um, and he's always great for team spirit and pumping us up. So, yeah, that's pretty much the team. All right, yeah, it's good to hear. And I believe both these leagues are sort of at the midpoint. So I guess we'll start with Mid-Atlantic again. Just give us kind of a rundown of what's gone on so far this season and which guys on your roster might be having a good season or even a down season. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna let Red take this one, actually, because the Jugs are in first right now, and we barely show we're, up. We're actually not in first. I think Voodoo has us by half a point, right? Or did we Same pass thing. Either way. Either way, it's basically uh, Voodoo, Jugs right at the top right now. I mean, it's... Jordan, Dev, Kenny Stangle, Vinley, Lopes on Voodoo. I mean, they're all amazing players. I mean, Jugs, obviously, amazing players. Earl has awesome guys. Outside of that, though, um, I mean, Grant Miller's having an awesome year. Stompers are playing absolutely unreal right now. I think you know that, Gannon, because you play on them. And, uh... Yaks are having a great year, too. I mean, Jared Bowl is probably the most underrated pitcher in Maul right now. The dude is absolutely amazing on the mound, and uh, no one really realizes it. What else we got, Connor? No, Cap, I mean, Cap, Cap's, Cap's a beast, Cap. as I'm always. I mean, there's going to be a dogfight for that final playoff spot. I really want to see that wild card tournament shape up. I mean, even, like, the five seed right now is kind of up for grabs. Like, Ridley's not showing up to events right now, so yeah. they're kind of... Fl- they're kind of flopping. They were supposed to be up there, like probably at the four spot, but they're not. So um, yeah, it's fun. I'd say, I'd say with yeah, like the one and two being locked in, and then like us poten- probably keeping around where we are. I mean that that spot for that five and six spot are going to be definitely really interesting races. I'd say that's definitely going to be the games to watch. Yeah, I want to stretch here. Like dragons, like legion, like I want to see goon squad. Like those are all teams that are vying for those kind of spots. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Long yeah, balls I mean, are there. Stomp, like, stompers are stomp, stompers are ahead of us right now. Like we could be, we could put, we got to be careful. We don't fall back to a four. Yeah, or five, exactly. But there's there's exactly. a lot of implications these last few weeks. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, and even us, like at the top, like I still obviously want the one seed. So like I got to duke it out with Voodoo too for the top. Like even though we're way up there, I yeah, still want that. that also, uh, I do want to do want to shout out to my guys. Uh, like styles and kenny jr styles has just been unhittable so far this year and kenny's just he can't miss a ball right now so those two guys i don't want to give props to from our team all right yeah and then uh dustin give me give me a rundown of uh yish and also tell me what the playoff format is because i'm not sure how exactly it works in your league uh well our league we're uh we've only played six of our 16 games so far this season uh so we're only you know 40 percent or so into it uh, right now, the Bush Slappers are five and one. That's a team that consists of me and uh, Braden Scott and my brother and some other people of the league. Um, our playoff format: we used to do a tournament at the end of the year every year, and whoever won that tournament, we kind of do a draft style. Would get like extra salaries, cap space for the next year on to spend on players. Uh, we kind of got away from that because it, I don't know if it was a long season or what, but the end of the year tournament nobody really was kind of interested in as much as years past uh we've only got four teams we're a real small local area like our entire county has like nine thousand people in it so we have to draw from like several counties around just to get you know the 30 32 or whatever odd players we have playing are so 
it's kind of hard um, as far as like setting up playoffs in the future. Absolutely. But I think we need a more, couple more teams to do it. So right now, whoever wins the league usually takes home half of the league's uh, dues or money that was taken home. So uh, as far as like champs or MVP, like most of these people that are on our uh, national team here, Swingler, Scott, myself, uh, Pete Wilson, you can all throw us in a basket, shake it up, and potentially have an MVP there for this year. Uh, typically, Pete's our best hitter in the league. I think last year, Andrew Spencer, another guy on our team, may have edged him out in a very close race. Our Cy Young so far this year could be me, could be uh, Swingler, could be uh, PP there. Uh, and Swingler's been the Cy Young and the MVP the last two years in a row. The, this year, his health's been a little more in question. So I think he's healed up, though. So that's about uh, – that's about the consistency of our league. Not a huge league. We're still a lot of ways in infancy, but we're getting it figured out one way or another. Yeah, and pretty cool that you can bring a competitive team with such a small pool of players to draw from. Uh, so what are your guys' expectations coming into this tournament? Uh, I know every team's obviously going there to try to win, go as far as they can, but how far making it into the tournament is a successful weekend and how early losing is kind of a failure? Uh, for us this year, I mean especially with the field being a bit smaller and l- less deep uh, without not meaning I disrespect anyone, but um, I think for us, it's way championship or bust this year. I mean, it's 12 teams. We know there's, we should be able to handle 90% of them. Um, if not all of them. So, I mean, this is the year for us, in my opinion. Yeah. It's about damn time. We win this thing. Yeah. Uh, having the twins back too. I mean, obviously gives us a big boost. So, I mean, if, if, if there's ever been a year, it's definitely the one. Not that we wouldn't want it to be one of the bigger years. I mean, shit, we'd rather there be 20 teams all as deep as us or deeper. But given the situation, I mean, it's definitely a must-win year for us. Oh, yeah, and Dustin, what do you guys have for the ish? Yeah, we're in it. We're in this to win it. Like I said, we're a small-town team. Uh, we've got pitchers that can throw, you know, pushing 90 miles an hour and have great stuff, five pitches to f- choose from. Uh, the question for us is, you know, longevity, because we are feel like we're probably one of the older teams, um, at least for wiffle ball old. Most of us are in our anywhere from early to late 30s. So uh, we're the old ones, but we're going to give it our all. And I think anything to us that's not in the top six will be a disappointment. I mean, the yes, because there's less teams this year, not to say that that necessarily means that it will be any easier because it only takes one good pitcher to shut you out and one dropped ball in the field to ruin a day for you. But we're in it to win it. But hopefully we finish in the top half for sure. So that's our goal. And that leads me right into the next question. So with only 12 teams competing in the NCAA tournament this year, if your team wins or even whatever team wins, will all the past champions missing the tournament be something you associate with the winners? Or do you think it'll be just as tough as ever to win with all these hungry teams that think it's finally their year to win, like the guys from Mid-Atlantic were saying? I mean, it's also Ridley Park, Kalamazoo, Skibby, even Circle City come to mind. So it seems like there's a lot of teams that are thinking this is their chance. Yeah, there's still a lot of good teams in the tournament in the tournament field. Just because other people can't field team this like field teams this year doesn't take away from like how difficult it still is to win on this stage. So, yeah, I mean, if other people can't field teams, it doesn't make this tournament lesser, like, whatsoever. Everyone else is still really good. There's a lot of teams. Skippy's always been coming. They're a tough team. Like, there's good veteran teams there. I mean, 
GBL won last year and they're coming back. So like the, the reigning uh, champs coming too. So yeah, um, my, my opinion on it's, I mean, the field's, the field's definitely not as deep this year. I mean, you got to be realistic without HRL, uh, without WSEM. Regardless with his them, life as well. Yeah, without Will as well this year. And they've got some guys who can really bring it now, too. They've, they've definitely gotten deeper. So, I mean, without some of these powerhouse teams, I mean, to me, obviously, it makes it does, I think, make the road easier just because you could potentially get an easier matchup later in the event. Um, however, I'm totally... I, do not think any team that doesn't go that is a good team has any right really talking down on any team that does one or comparing the two because i mean if you win this tournament you deserve to win it so if you show up congrats to you and if you win more congrats to you but if you don't show up that's on you you can't be talking about a tournament you didn't even attend yeah and there's tournaments that we didn't go to like way long ago like we don't discredit those teams for winning those just because maybe those were easier as well so like there was years before ridley and us were going and probably some other teams so and we don't discount those wins, so I don't think it matters whatsoever. Some years there's good field, sometimes there's not. It's all the same. Yeah, I mean, the uh, last thing I want to say on that, too, is, uh, well, I don't know. I, th- I guess me, I, I just expect this from a lot of these teams that are really good teams and have been playing this style forever. I'd expect them, even if they're missing a couple guys, some of their top guys, I think you still scrap together what you can from your league and come out and represent, especially if it's somewhat in your vicinity of the country. But that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, and I think it's still going to be tough to win because, yeah, you don't win by accident, even if it's only 12 teams. No, 100%. Still got to go through Griffle Ball. Still got to go through Ross. Skibby's still there. They've always, they're a perennial Final Four type team. Um, KWL was in the finals two years ago. There's a lot of really good teams going to be there still. You guys are loaded, too. I mean, any team with Dolby is a, is a uh, contender. So, I mean, it's still, there's still tough teams to beat, but definitely less tough teams to beat. All right, yeah, Dustin, you got anything further? Oh uh, no! I mean, it's it's more of the same. Uh, if anything, you might you could argue that since there's less tough teams, that maybe they don't have to burn, you know, a good starter as early as maybe they would have against another team that they just got a bad matchup in. But yeah, like I said, KWL was in the finals in 2020, and they played a close game with HRL. Ma, you guys are always up there in the top uh, five or six or four. It seems like, uh, and Skibby, of course, man, Skibby's played a lot of tough games. It seems like I've seen them in extra innings that just go on and on, and they end up on the wrong side of it. So, I mean, and the champs are coming back, you know, GBL. So, yeah, still a lot of tough teams to beat, and uh, with not maybe as many other tough teams, so the longevity part of it, maybe they can throw aces or hold back aces longer than maybe they could have in the past. Yeah, you're definitely going to see some – some hard throwers at the end it seems like it'll be less likely a team runs out of gas with just a shorter route to the finals one thing to say yeah, too though I, like the first year that i think pool play like completely matters with going three no and getting that possible buy which i think is absolutely awesome and i think that might amp up pool play a little more and you might see some uh some good arms go earlier this year yeah i absolutely agree that that three and up getting a first round buy and that is absolutely huge uh pool play will be exciting i bet yeah i, th- yeah. I think you pool play a lot more serious than it ever was because before like it didn't really matter like you could kind of throw your medium arms and it kind of didn't matter but i think you're gonna see teams really try to go for those games they should go right for those games because going three and oh or at least winning your pool is really important yeah you also i also like the uh putting the, the like they've kind of weighted the pools in a way where they put the the 
top teams playing each other in each pool as their third game, which I think is smart because those are pretty high leverage games and those are probably going to decide who gets buys and whatnot in some of those pools. The the board has my seal of approval on the format this year. I'll say that. Another interesting yeah, thing one, with the buys is uh, that uh, it's going to stagger the you know aces versus number two pitchers on these teams as well. And the one weird wrinkle is that if you lose in the first round, you play Sunday morning against a team that lost in the second round. So the number of games there is going to have it staggered in the loser's bracket. So the matchups are going to kind of be all shaken up. I like that. Sounds good to me. Shake out the matchups. All right. Speaking of shaking up matchups, I got a fun question here. If you could add one player from another team that is going to this year's NWA tournament to your roster, who would it be and why? Cam Smith. Um, he looks great. He throws hard, swings the bat well. The full package. Give me Cam Smith. Yep. And then I'm going to, Cam Smith is an excellent choice. Um, Grant Miller as well. Um, he's probably got the smoothest, cleanest, righty swing I've ever seen in my life. It's absolutely beautiful. I don't know how a righty has that kind of swing. Awesome dude. Um, def- definitely take him as well. Yeah, I'm, as far as our team, I mean, we're a bunch of no-names. So, you know, Robles, Yonkman, Mikel Rass, uh, why not Red or Connor Young? You know, we'd take anybody. It seemed like uh, we kind of did enjoy playing you guys for whatever reason. Uh, both our games were relatively close. Uh, but I don't know. I felt like we kind of had chemistry. So, And then we had a good chat. No, 100%. With, yeah, we had a good chat with Tim and uh, Ryan Mikel Rass there after uh, when they got knocked out of the uh, Final Four, I believe. And both those guys are good. So I, I don't know who I'd pick. I, I guess one of the Mikel Rass, uh, Tim, maybe slightly better at the plate or in the field. Ryan's a better pitcher. I don't, you can't go wrong. So, I mean, that's really, why I play with both of them. Yes. That's, <laughs> yeah. That is huge to have. Which, uh, is Robles with MLW this year? I haven't heard. No, no they, not have playing. A, they have a series in like Arkansas or something. So he has to play out there. Uh, I don't know if that's contractually or uh, by choice, but uh, it's we, you know, obviously he's he's good with us. So Kevin uh, yes. Calrass this year, it's not too big of a deal. But yeah, he's going to be at MLW. He's not on yeah. the team they're bringing. Still a net gain for you guys having both of the Calrass for sure. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, we love having them back. Uh, this is the last question I got for you guys. What is one league that's never played in the NWA tournament you hope to maybe see next year? Uh, no, I'd say Golden Stick, just because of like. They could take like so many. They just have so many options, and like the type of characters they could bring out there. I just think it would be a good group to see out there, and just to see some of these guys running the bases that have just been playing yard and would never think to run the bases would be fun. Yeah, Connor, I got a follow up question to that one. If you could bring a team from Golden Stick, who are you putting on your roster? Uh, Food Man, um, Bob. I'm gonna get. I'm def- definitely Food Man. He's my leadoff hitter. Bob. He's my ace. Uh. And really, probably Styles, he just throw 100. Really, just anyone that could throw hard or uh, looks good or uh, would look funny running the bases. Actually, I'd probably get Norris, too, save him as, like, a Sunday ace. Definitely got to get G in there. Oh, yeah, G, 100% to represent the league. That's a great choice. Yep. G, Winnie. Yep, maybe a Win- couple of the best be guys. Squad. Doc. Maybe get Doc out there. Yep. Give us, he'll, give us, he'll give us one great game fresh. I know he would. There's a lot of good Golden State guys. They could bring like a hundred teams. Yeah, oh Johnny obviously too. Like there's a million guys. Johnny's just, made. Johnny is made for this style. Yeah, that's we we wanted to. We were trying to get Johnny this year. He just uh, he has Lyme's disease, so we don't have John. But <laughs> but yeah, Johnny's definitely 
definitely a guy who needs to be playing this tournament. He'd probably be one of the best players uh, immediately. I think for my choice, I go a little out in uh, left field here, and I see random videos on social media of the Seattle Wiffle League, and I think they're younger kids, but still the West Coast Wiffle Ball, you know, we got PWL this year coming over, but I'd like to get more teams from out West. If there is teams out West that could be competitive, you know, make the big travel to Indy just to see, you know, all across the country have Wiffle teams. Yeah, that's a good pick. I think I've seen a couple of their videos and they seem like they'd be all right. So I actually do have a bonus question. If your team loses early, which team are you going to be rooting for? Who do you, who'd you like to see win out of the rest of the teams there? Uh, nobody. I'll be in the car pounding the dashboard with my fist, driving 10 hours home. Actually, no, I'm, I'm going to be rooting for Yish. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Well, that's funny because I actually I didn't realize that we were going to be together because I had actually picked you guys to, to root for. Uh, Let's before go. I even knew that was going. So, uh, Ma, that's the one team we really had the connection with last year for whatever reason, maybe because, I don't know, we both like to act dumb and get drunk and do dumb things. Maybe. Yeah, no, those were that's time. Hey, we're the scum, we we're the too, scum lords for a reason, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the camaraderie was definitely there. Those were, that, those were great games. Yep. Look forward to it again. Hell what time yeah, do we man. play? Are we fresh up at 8 a.m. or something? 8 a.m. I will be yeah, still first drunk. Game, just like last time. Oh, man. <laughs> I think that's the reason why you beat us. We sobered up. Huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, right. We got we got worse as the day went on, so that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah we can't. Uh, we have a hard time hanging, too. We've decided that as long as we keep on a steady flow of bush light, we can survive most of the teams, I think. At least give them a competitive game. Oh yeah, no, we're we'll. Some of these guys are good degenerates, but uh, we we were way too. We got way too many guys who cramp up and shit. We're all drinking water and all the stuff we can. We're we started that early. <laughs> yeah, water. What is that? You mean natural light? Water. Please, yeah. Red, red won't red won't be running the bases by game two if he if he has alcohol. Bro, I'll be I'll be cr- I'll be cramping by the second inning. I'll be I'll be forced. I'm, stre- I'm stretching my leg right now. I was icing. <laughs> I, was, I, I was icing myself before this call. <laughs> gonna have we're gonna have an IV set up and everything for everyone. Everyone's yep. gonna have their own yep. liquid yeah, IVs we, in the morning. We just a dozen liquid IVs. It seems like every hour. We pour that and then we pound it with another bush light and then we're good to go. Ain't too bad. We got to. We like the good old like Catholic coke grind. Oh my God. Good old Captain Coke. Connor remembers the year at the yard open. We went wild. Captain and Coke's <laughs> what got us in trouble after beating uh, MLW last year. We we act like we won the World Series like a bunch of idiots. And the house we rented had a pool. And, man, I, I got some Snapchats from that night that no other people have, should ever see again. It, just, it really got wild. And then we went to bed at, like, 4 in the morning and woke up and had to play you guys. Oh. Damn, you guys almost beat us. That's, scary. That's what I mean. We were still drunk. It's when we sobered up. Yeah, I almost, yeah. Yeah, I almost hurt was. myself that game scoring the winning run. <laughs> I like rolled into home. Yeah, I think that was a one hit Stan had that entire tournament, too. Yep, yep. That was exactly what I wanted him to do there, too. I told him to shoot it right up the middle, shot it right up the middle, and then he went dark the rest of the event. Wow, he's going to kill us. That's hilarious. Oh, dude, he was talking about it the other day. It was really fucking funny. I was. <laughs> I was making fun of his ass. 
<laughs> all right, well, that's that's pretty much all I've got for you guys. Um, if there's anything else you have to say, anything you want to plug, anybody you want to call out before the tournament, I mean, we're going to be there at the end of this week, so uh, now's your time. Uh, I mean, shout out all the teams that are coming out and coming out to compete. Um, and shout out the Cooks. Uh, even You know what? Even shout out Shirey. Yep, I second everything Connor said. Shout out to the Cooks and Shirey. I mean, if it weren't for them, we wouldn't be playing Maw and we wouldn't be playing in this tournament. So, yep, those are the guys that make it possible for us. Yeah, definitely, definitely proud to represent the Maw Yeah, I'd just give a shout out to all the teams. I'm looking forward. If we get knocked out early, I'll be there on the sidelines watching whoever I can run in my mouth, jokingly, of course, but. You know, offering, you know, some free drinks. We'll have extras this year. We ran out last year. That was a big mistake. Uh, we'll not make that mistake again. So, uh, yeah, I'm just ready to come compete, maybe get a little fired up, maybe too fired up, and then uh, we'll ice it over at the end. Wow. Love that. Let's go. You guys got to get, like, a keg on wheels or something just start rolling it around from field to field. Ah, that's a great idea. If I don't get a keg, I'm that- thinking, like, just multiple handles of Captain – and we're instead of we like we shotgun beers with hrl last year uh pb did and smoked them so this year we're maybe we come up with something different i don't really want a shotgun captain but i mean i don't know we could get like a big long ice luge or something Ooh, yeah like we'll do like a luge through like a yellow bat or something like that yeah now i'm interested we'll get it it sculpted out to the shape of food man yes oh my god glorious i'm in (laughs) I'm Make looking it forward happen. to seeing Make you guys. Make it happen. <laughs> looking forward to seeing you guys this weekend. And thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm Tom Gannon. And for Dustin Loggle, Connor Young, and Chris Sarnowski, this is your Wednesday edition of Holy Commutes. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Ridley Park Wiffle Ball League and MLW Major League Wiffle. Oh. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you this weekend. See you.